Welcome back and welcome to episode 170 of Those Millennials Podcast. Today, I'm your humble, grateful, extremely thankful host, Gabe the Classic. I'm here on my nearest and dearest. My boys and... Wow, my voice my voice just broke again. My boys and friends in real life. Uh, Rails here. Rail, welcome back. How you doing? How's your mental health? Gucci, How's your man. pockets? What's Gucci, man? <laughs> You got to keep it pushing on. Just, 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 just pass through all the emotions and stuff. Um, shout out to Jesse. Shout out to shout out to Clip for uh, for always coming through. Uh, whenever uh, he's he's available to come through on the pod. Shout out to Clips. We appreciate you. Also, if you're listening on the audio, uh, instead of watching us on YouTube, the intro you just heard was created by Clips, who's an artist and also like a really, really good, smart, intelligent makes us smarter when we talk about music or hip-hop so shout out to clips thank you for always coming on and coming through my brother um jesse might pull through at some time during the pod uh right now with just with this two-man weave me and rail basically doing off the rails right rail off the no you don't even know what that is anymore huh um, boys, space, bro. <laughs> but uh as always uh thank you to our loyal listenership we appreciate you guys we love you guys thank you thank you thank you for everybody that is uh been rocking with us since day one, day two, day 10, day 20. Uh, we appreciate you guys, everybody that listens to us on streaming, uh, on Apple, Spotify, etc. And those who are watching us on YouTube, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you guys and love you guys. Thank you guys very much. Uh, you guys help the pod grow. Please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. It helps the pod go a long way. Um, we we really were trying to hone in and, and get to those 100 subscribers. We're we're kind of close, but you know, not super close. We, would, we want you guys to just everybody that watches. It doesn't cost you anything. Just please subscribe. All right. Thought out the way. I'm gonna always do what I always. I'm gonna do what I always do. I'm gonna start with, you know, R.I.P. And this one just came off the wire recently, and you probably know about this more than I do. Um, R.I.P. to to Bray Wyatt. Um, for those who don't know, name Wyndham Rotunda. Huh. His real name was Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah, I didn't know his real name. Uh, he was a wrestler in the WWE. I, I stopped watching WWE Rail would know more than that. I just I know him from him and his brothers doing that little spooky um I don't know what to call the, it. What the do you, what do you call their intro the intro. Their intro. The wife it was the Wyatt family. I mean it was not really I mean they just had interest. It was the Wyatt family. Yeah, but you know, they did the little creepy yeah, lantern eerie. with the lights Are you come off. Of the dark? Yeah. Kind of eerie. It was. I mean, speaking of, I mean, like I said, I still keep up with wrestling. Wrestling's fun. Wrestling's great. Uh, he, he's. He was one of the. He was one of the like. 
I would say like the boogeyman type of characters, you know, yeah. like it's just to make him like an Undertaker type of character. And unfortunately, to die at 36, and now you know the thing is like you know back in the day you see these wrestlers and you would never see him again. You wouldn't see him until they were on the screen, you know. And but nowadays with social media and everybody having the platform, you know, like people are everywhere. You see these people; they're in your life now. You know what I'm saying? Like and even like if you have a uh, a somebody who posts day to day to day, so. Fortunately, he died at 36, you know, and it's a sad day for the um, rest of the community. 100%. Um, it just, this recently just hit the wire, like, I want to say the next, in the last two hours. An hour, just, last hour ago, yeah, I just hit about an hour ago. ago so. RIP, no details have been uh, coming out, and honestly, we don't need no details. Uh, if You know, whatever it is, I don't, I, I don't feel like a lot of people need, are one of those people that need to know the reason why I don't need to know the reason why all not all the time to be honest with you at least that's how I think about it anyway. if it isn't murder I, I respect the family's decision you know yeah, like, yeah I, you leave know. it up to the family that, well said I, I think that's the perfect way to to say it um since we're talking about somber still somber news as always um obviously we're recording this on a mama day um R.I.P. to the late, great Kobe Bean Bryant, as always, you know, I think one of our, like, I don't want to say it's our first episode. Yeah, it had definitely had to be like our second or third episode where we talked to, it was literally days after Kobe Bryant's passing. Um, and we, we sat here and uh, literally had a, you know, a brotherhood talking about how, what Kobe meant to us and everything. Um, but um, and, and, you know, I don't want to rehash that because, you know, it is it's still it still does a good RP to the late great Kobe Bryant. But in positive and awesome news, it was unveiled by the Lakers and Vanessa Bryant that Kobe will be getting a statue outside of, quote, the house that Kobe built. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read mm-hmm. the statement from the Los Angeles Lakers and Vanessa Bryant. So on uh, February 8th, 2024, fans can forever play tribute to the beloved Lakers legend and five-time champion Kobe Bryant. Los Angeles Lakers and Vanessa Bryant announced today that they will unveil Kobe Bryant's bronze statue at the Star Plaza outside of Crypto.com prior to the Lakers home game that evening. So uh, it's finally happening. Kobe's getting the statue. Well-deserved. I mean, it goes without saying he was going to get a statue. Um, what does that make uh, out of uh, Staples slash Crypto now? Four four Laker statues, if I remember? Kareem. There's going to be a monument park, as it should be. No, no, no. I'm saying how many statues do they have out there? I know we got Chick. We got Kareem, we got Oscar, Kareem. Shaq. Shaq has one now. Shaq has one out there too, right? Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar Chick. De La Hoya. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. So it's quite a few, quite a few statues out there now. Uh pretty awesome. I, I I'm I'm very, very, very interested to see what kind of pose they have. Just spitting off the dome, but what what pose do you think they what pose do you think would be the right sort of pose? For Kobe Bryant statue to be, I, well, I guess think of one. I was trying fade to fade away, but I'm assuming that they may do something with his daughter, maybe when he was at the All Star game, mm. or something with his daughter when he was holding her when they won the championship in Orlando. That's what I'm thinking. One of those two. You think they're going to incorporate Gigi? I, I didn't even think about that. I think she's definitely going to be incorporated. Okay. Um, also, too, by the way, did you know? Um, 
that's why I'll be pulling up stuff. Um, speaking to the last um, thing we're speaking about, I, uh, I I remember IRS the wrestler. You remember IRS the wrestler? No. He's the, you know, okay, it's from the nineties. This had to be this had to be out of my time when I stopped watching. His son, like that's his son, is um was uh is one of the returners. So if you remember IRS from the nineties, um his son that that was Bray Wyatt. Oh, okay, okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, selfishly, I'm gonna. Um, I was. I, I would have to say, for me, it would have to. I would love to see like a back. To, if it didn't involve Gigi, I think if it, it has Gigi in it, then I'm obviously then you know that's 100 percent better than what I'm thinking. But if I'm just gonna go as a basketball standpoint, uh, I would like to see him in triple threat position. I would if if they can, or they probably do a dunk uh, similar to the one that's gonna be on 2K24. I can see that being a thing too. I mean, if it's not the Minnesota Duck, it has to be the fadeaway or something with Gigi, I think. Okay, I got you. I, I would like to see him in the three-point uh, stance. I think that would be fire because, you know, that's – that that was his – his you're, you're, in, you're at his mercy in that stance when he has he's in his three-point. You're at his mercy. Um, or but, a pump, uh, always, or always him getting ready to pump fake. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I saw some funny memes where people was uh, saying that his statue should be the uh of him standing still from the Matt Barnes uh, ball fake, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was him just doing the rocking back and forth while Matt Barnes is showing all his force, and I thought that was funny. Um oh uh, yeah, so uh, in this episode we're gonna talk about Stephen A. Smith, uh, some changes to the morning, uh. TV shows, sports programming. We're going to talk about uh, Steph Curry's point guard ranking. Is he number one overall time, according to us? We'll get to that. Uh, but first, uh, Rel, before I got to not list, you said you have picks this week. It is the week before. Actually, it's the week of the first week of college football. Next week, the NFL starts. So this is, again, one of your times to shine. So Rel's picks is back, baby. Yeah. They're back. Um, I'm doing a lot of gambling right now. Um, damn it. I, hold on a second. All right. So, oh, you was not prepared for this. No, I didn't think he was going to come off the top, but I, cause I have, I'm actually looking at it right now. All right. Cool. So, for this week, I, I got I got a little, just, just a little something cooking up. College I'm gonna football. Go right? college, college football. I'm going to go with college football, and I'm also going to go with a couple futures. Um, got you. Uh, so, I, I like Notre Dame first half. Uh, minus 12. They're, They're playing, playing Navy, in yeah. Navy in Dublin, Ireland. But I think it's going to be a tough game because I don't know which Notre Dame team is going to show up yet. Uh, but should be, I like, but I like them first half. I'm going with first half plays only. Um, if you get down, I like USC first half. Damn, it was just 17. Now it's up to 20. So you might want to get in on this. That's 20 points a lot. I I might not even hit that now because 20 points USC is a lot for first USC's playing San Jose State. They were at like plus 17 and a half. I mean, minus 17 and a half. They were a favorite. But I mean, I still take a minus, minus 20. So I got uh, Notre Dame first half minus 12. USC first half minus 20. And then I'm going to go with San Diego State Aztecs over um, the MAC, Ohio, uh, for the game. That's probably minus 130. So those three picks. And also, too, right now you can get the Chiefs. And if you look at division wins for who's going to win the AFC West, they got the Chiefs at a really good number right now. 
I think the Chiefs are the best team in that division. I think, obviously, I think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback to ever play. Hit the Chiefs right now. Hit their over win total. I think I'm I am crazy about this Chiefs win total right now because I Your think defensive end holding out mine doesn't scare you. Okay, Mahomes gonna be there. <laughs> Who all gonna be over there? Mahomes over there. <laughs> Mahomes gonna be there. I'm gonna Travis, be there. Travis so. is over there. All right, we good. <laughs> Long as long as the fifteen eighty seven show up, they have a chance to win a Super Bowl. So that's great. So I mean, I like so so hit the Chiefs over win total. Chiefs to win the AFC West. I really like that. And also, if you want to lay a little future on college football as well, Florida State and Texas, two teams I like. Come back to this in, in January when the, when the college Florida State. In Texas, I'm telling you, those two teams, they're going to come out of nowhere. If Florida State can get past LSU coming up this Sunday or Labor Day weekend in a neutral site, then – Who's Colorado State? Who's Deion playing this week? Colorado is going to be – no, they don't play this week. They um they play TCU next week, and that's going to be tough. Okay. Interesting to see how Deion does his first game for Colorado State. Um Speaking of college football right here, while we're at it, watch um, two docs that Netflix, they don't miss with these sports docs. The Johnny Manziel doc is really good on Netflix, and they just put out one this week called Swamp Kings about your boy Hernandez when he was with Tebow at, uh, uh, at Florida. I already and watched the – I already watched – first of all, that's not my boy. Second, I already watched the – I already watched the, the doc with him in it already on Netflix. I'm cool. I don't need to watch no more docs with no, him. No, no, no. But this one isn't about him. It's about everything that happened at Florida. This is like the 96 – this is some 96 bullshit, like where Florida's one of the few few teams that win two national championships in three years under Urban Meyer and all that shit that was going on with Tebow and everything that was happening down there. at the time? Uh, no, Tebow. We no. He's no, really saying, Aaron Hernandez knocking people off at the time. They really didn't get into him. They got into more of the team. You know, they they, they left that alone, which I understand. But but it just but watch Swamp Kings on Netflix. Please check that out. I think it's um. If you why if you knew what was going on during that time, you did nothing new in there. But just recapping it, I think it's captivating. Of just like what the hell was going actually like. Seeing what happened not that long ago, like you know, Urban Meyer was there 2006. You know, we're in 2023. You know, so it's like that's crazy how time flies. Yeah, uh, Jesse and I was talking about shit like that uh, today. Um, all right, thank you, Rel, uh, for your picks. Uh, so for those who, again, if you're new to the program, uh, during the NFL season, Rel will give his. He normally does is his three parlays. He sometimes he'll do five, but he will give you his guaranteed three parlays. To, well, it's guaranteed to win money, right? Weekly, guaranteed. Oh, guarantee I want, can I get a check? Can I get a check guaranteed? Can I get a check guaranteed? There's no guarantee and bet that you're gonna be frustrated, you know. So, <laughs> and then, like I said, it depends on how you bet. Because if I give you three plays and you put in the parlay, but two hit and you lose one, you lose the parlay. But if you put them in single plays. Now you're up four or five, four hundred bucks, and only down a hundred. So it's like it just depends on how you bet. Need, so if you put out three hundred bucks, we need parlays. We want people to win more money than that. Come on, real dog. Go outside. You want to do one of these lightning storms? You'll have a better chance to get hit by lightning than hit the parlay that's gonna get you paid like that. Got a bankroll. All right, man. Thank you again for your picks. 
All right, so uh, it's not list time for those who are new to the program. Not list. Hold up, before you go. Speaking of, since I've been out here, what the fuck is going on with Vegas and all these lightning storms, bro? How do you do this? Since I've been like, I've never seen this much lightning in my life. Uh, it's a tropical storm, hurricane. Dog, there was one yesterday. I was at the, I was at the Chipotle and and almost got struck by lightning. What time was you at the Chipotle? It was like eight something at night. It was like eight o'clock. Yeah, it it it, it was raining and flooding downtown. Uh, it was on the strip. Dog, where did these storms come from? It was ninety all day. It's a tropical storm, bro. This is the, that's how it could look, man. Yeah, what, I ain't got long. What do you want me to say? I don't know, Jim. Yeah, I ain't got long. So, um, it rained. It rained a little bit this morning, but all right, man. I just don't um, understand where this rain shit comes from. It's just weird to me. Um, not list time. So list the not list is compiled of the stuff that I've compiled for through the week that we're going to talk about, uh, ins and out, uh, you know, some are funny, some are factual and some is just me getting my shit off. That's, that's going to be my new slogan for the not list. All right. So number one, not list y'all really made number one. Y'all really made Lamar Odom go buy a new TV. Did you see this? Yeah, too. <laughs> So, uh, Lamar Odom last Saturday was watching the men, the Team USA men, play against um, Germany, right? Play against Germany. With a fucking Magda flag. He took a shot of him watching the game, um, and his TV mounted on the television. Now, this TV... Uh, look like the size of the TV that's in my daughter's room. So I'm not even gonna give him a pass. His fireplace was bigger than his TV. <laughs> the 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 picture he took, like his fireplace, was like destroying his TV. So of course the internet killed him, destroyed him. Said the man that you know they did the little. If, for those who watched the Office, it was the episode of Michael Scott when Michael Scott had his. <laughs> The smallest TV ever on the wall. Talking about it was a flat screen plasma, and yeah, it just it was the funniest thing ever. People were saying he had a tablet on the on the wall. It was it <laughs> yeah, they was they was killing they was killing Lo. So after he got killed, literally the next day he posted another picture, him with a big flat screen on the wall. <laughs> he posted a picture. Of the, y'all bullied my man Lo. To get a flat screen on his television, dog. I can't believe y'all bullied, man. Internet, y'all crazy as hell, man. He was just showing his support for the men's basketball team. And y'all killed him for posting this television. But yeah, he, he should have had a better TV though. I'm just I that that was amazing. That was funny. All right, number two on the not list. Um, this one is near and dear to Terrell's heart and uh Jesse who's not here's heart. Um Real, your boy Billy McFarlane. Are you familiar with my, my man Billy McFarlane? That's the Firefox scammer. Yes, it right? is the, the <laughs> Billy McFarlane. For those who don't know, uh, is the scammer and uh, the, the 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 figurehead of the much uh, controversial Fire Festival that happened. I forgot what year off the top of my dome. What year was the Fire Festival? I don't remember off the top of my dome. It's not important. Uh, anyway. If you haven't, if you don't know what the Fire Festival is, you, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, there's two docs on one on Hulu, one on Netflix that are phenomenal, so you should go check them out. But basically, he's a scam artist. He so the, the gist of it, it's a lot of shit happened, but the gist of it is he scammed a whole lot of people 
to going to an island in the Bahamas, uh, saying that was going to be the most epic concert experience ever, and it turned into be to be an actual nightmare. No, no headliner showed up. It was it was just bad. Um, th this man is doing. He just got out of jail a week ago, if I remember correctly, and now this man is promoting Fire Festival two. Two. While he just got out of jail and he owes people from the first fire festival still $26 million. And he's trying to start and do the second installment of fire festival. And to cap it off, we already knows this. He's already sold a hundred tickets. Now let me, I almost want to check now. And see what the tickets at. Well, what do you think about this? While I said, because he sold a hundred tickets already. I mean, it just shows that people are gullible. I mean, every I don't I mean people just want to be in something. I think, like whether it be good or bad, they want to be the one that said that they went. You know, and it's fucking insane. Because if this was the Hades and a man named Jim Jones off you some juice, you would have died. But <laughs> not many people catch that joke. Uh, so these same people that follow people to islands, it just, it just, it just, it, just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, especially when, when after what happened, like I wouldn't go, this motherfucker couldn't leave me up the street. <laughs> this dude is like a legit scammer. Like, like, I don't know how else to describe this guy. Um, and the fact that people have bought a hundred of his tickets already that cost like 200, these ain't cheap. Maybe I'm thinking like a broke boy. Three, like, it was like $200, right? For the first yeah, set? I, I didn't even look. But like the first set was like $200 if I remember off the top of my door. So I watched Gail King and Nate Burleson on uh, CB, I forgot what nations, I forgot what station they're on. And Gail King was just, she was, she was the auntie that was just so disgusted that this was even a topic, and 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 I'm with her. I can't believe that people were going down, or at least thinking about going down this road with Mr. Billy McFarlane. So good luck to y'all. Um, apparently, he can't even have the Fire Festival two in the Bahamas because he's still a fugitive in the Bahamas, so it has to be somewhere else. So these people. Well, these people bought tickets to the fire festival and don't know where it's at. Don't know a headliner. Don't call us when y'all get down there. <laughs> don't know a headliner. Like I said, people just want to be into something. They just want something to just to say I was a part of it. The most clout chasey thing in the world. Anyway, all right. Um Number three on the night list. Uh, this one's a big congratulations. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a double congratulations, uh, but this one's going to start with Asia Wilson. Congratulations to Asia Wilson for tying the single game record in WNBA history at scoring 53 points uh, against the Dallas Wings. She played, yeah, because like, yeah, she played Chicago today. Against the Dallas uh, Wings. No, that was, she, did she do it against Atlanta? No, you're right. You're right. She did it against Atlanta. My bad. She did against the Landry. Um, so the other two people, she so she tied it. Do you know who the other two people who scored 53 points are? I know Cynthia Cooper's one of them. No. She's not? I thought that too. No, it's not Cynthia Cooper. So one 
is a one of her well actually the <laughs> oddly enough and strangely enough the James other Berger? two huh Candace Berger no the other two I don't think you'd get them uh the other two are have you were used to well one's her, her current teammate and the other one used to be her teammate up until like two maybe two and a half years ago yeah so the other one the other two are Liz Cambage who did it in 2018 um and Raquana Williams who is currently on the team but is hurt I think she's not only is she hurt but she has some legal issues that she's going on that we've talked about previously on another not list for so if you go back and watch that what's going on Raquana Williams um yeah so that that was that was very interesting and then tonight double congratulations to not only Asia Wilson but the Las Vegas Aces on now being the sole leader in in WNBA history for wins during the regular season at 30. 30 and 4 is their record currently. I know, I know people are going to come at me and be it said that Kev, you said they was only going to lose 3 games. I was wrong. They 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 lost 4 games. They still look good. I still think the Liberty is probably their toughest matchup. I still think they need Candace Parker. They still haven't rolled out Candace Parker for the whole season. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Ro, you have anything to say? Um, honestly, yeah, Asia, I've always been up and down with her. Like, I always want more from Asia. Like, like I don't know. Like, I feel like my expectations for Asia. That 53-point game was incredible. Like, I didn't watch that 53 it live, point. But I went back and rewatched the highlights and stuff. And, that's the most shows, dominant right? I've seen. I watched that live, it was and dominant. that's the most dominant I've seen. And I've always wanted her to get consistent with that three ball. I've always because I feel like that'll just ask. It'll just ask something because everybody knows she wants to get to the left, and the whole thing is. But when it's off and when she's not getting those lucky bounces going to the rim, I just feel like if she's not banging, she needs a little finesse. And sometimes the fifteen footer is a falling. I think she can have a good three point shot, but she just. Uh, similar to like no Rondo is a bad example. Similar Anthony to Davis. like Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, she has to load up so much on the three point shot. It's, oh yeah, but see, just like Anthony she has Davis, to load yeah. up. She yeah. has to hunt. That's why I say she reminds me of Anthony Davis because she, she has, has to load up, like yeah. she has to load up on a three point shot. It's like Dennis Schroeder. Like Dennis Schroeder, I think Dennis Schroeder is an all right shooter, but the problem is he takes so long to load up on his three point shot. I mean, but for a big, uh, that's true. But I mean, I don't know. But I feel like I just feel like she, you know. But my accomplishments are to a fifty-three point game. Like I said, I've always had like a just recently. I've always I just wanted more for her. But I feel like with that last fifty-three point performance, she, but this is gonna be a third MVP. So I think she's gonna get this year. She's I think another MVP. It's crazy. Yeah. But the only thing I have an issue with is that the Ace is not winning the championship this year. So um, the Liberty will win the championship because they're the better team. They're um, the better, better coach team, and honestly, they're deeper. With if Candace Parker come back, do you still feel that way? It doesn't matter at this point. Can we bet that when that happens? It doesn't matter. Liberty won the championship. Can, can we? Can we? Can we bet that? Me and you? Can we have a? Can we have a gentleman's bet? Can we bet that? Maybe, nah, yeah. it's not. I want actually want capital. I want to take money from you. Can we bet that? Can we put some put, put some skin on the? Bro, line? you got a family. I'm not taking no money from you. <laughs> come on, man. This is like you know. Some chicken wings under something. I don't know. Alright, I can't believe you don't want to bet me. You you feel so the way you just said it was so. You got a family, bro. I can't take money. I can't I'm not take I help you win money. I'm not gonna take money from you. I don't want your money. Sounds like 
frightening to me, scared to me. All right. Liberty will win the championship. They're the better team, deeper. We'll see. Um, better you, coach. You're supposed to be a Aces fan, right? I'm also a realist. I'm also a realist. I'm no, you can't a be a realist because the Cowboys would have won 14 championships before the year. Bro, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, exactly. My, yeah, my bad. Uh, number four on the not list. Um, so for the last, I don't know, three weeks, feels like a month, feels like longer. Uh, and yesterday we was getting all this hype. So there was two things hyped up in the last week around here. Uh, well out here in in Las Vegas, they was hyping up this storm to at least out here. They was hyping up hurricane Hillary and it didn't hit us. In my opinion, it hit probably hit parts of Vegas uh, harder than it hit out hit me out here in Henderson because all I got was wind. I got some rain, but it was wind. Also, they were hyping up this Donald Trump mugshot that just recently got released an hour ago before we hit record. Um, and I know again, this is not a political podcast. Honestly. I don't care either way, but the I if if a pitcher has ever gone quadruple mega double platinum, this pitcher has already done that. The way people I know we're gonna see people with shirts, we might see flags, we might see a whole bunch of stuff with this picture with with, with your boy uh forty five. Um, I am. Um, I don't know what this to say. I just the, the mugshot came out and we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> I don't know what else to say. There's just the level of hype around Donald Trump mugshot had me had me on stuck and it was just you know I've never seen more uh, so much hype around a mugshot. It was just I, again I know it's Trump and it's it, it, it's. It's multi-layered, but it was just amazing to me. Rel, do you have anything to say about your boy? Your man? Just can't wait to be him for building the Griselda album cover. Um, <laughs> How much would you uh, think somebody would have to pay him to put him on the album cover? I don't think they get them. No, that picture's like... they'll. I don't think they have to pay anybody to put them on the album cover. I think they'll just use that picture. Like... <laughs> Like you know, he like you know. So I mean, but anyways, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do it because they, they always use these like weird, you know, figures that should be used. So I don't know, but yeah, who gives a fuck? I mean, Trump and there, but there's a few niggas I want to get out. So, so I, I don't know how this is gonna work out. But and if we think that Trump is gonna go to an actual prison where like I don't know, maybe somebody could catch him in a tight corner and shiv him up, that's not gonna happen. No, no. And honestly, I don't think we would want that to happen. Uh, well, don't do that. Anyway. Um, all right, that's it for the Nautilus. Um, all right, so now to the meat and potatoes. Um, I, I was going to save one of this man's topics for the Nautilus, but it, it he's had enough going on for the last week and a half for it not to make it to the Nautilus. Um, and I'm talking about Mr. Stephen A., Smith. So let's, should I start backwards or should I start with today? Let's start with the positive good news today. So today, 
uh, as we've we've been talking about uh, almost ad nauseum about the pot about um, the um, what's going to happen with first take and slash undisputed. Uh, Stephen A. Smith came on on first take today and said that Shannon Sharp has joined ESPN first take and will be on the show Mondays and Tuesdays. So literally the days after the, you know, football Sunday and Tuesday. Um, I think that's really fly. I think that's hard. What a get by ESPN. What a get by first take. Uh, I, I think that um, if, if, if ever there was a place for him to land, obviously it just, this has been a long time coming. I think that's an awesome place for him to land. Um, Shannon Sharp himself um, uh, announced with Colin Cowherd that his podcast club Shay Shay is going to be on the volume with uh, Colin. It's, it's going to be partnering with, I don't want, I don't want to say with, it's going to be, it's, I mean, it's going to be partnering with the volume, which is a company owned by Colin Cowherd, that house podcast. It's Draymond King Green's podcast is over there. It's a couple other solid podcasts over there. Um, so now it'll be housed by the volume with Colin Cowherd. Again, another smart, awesome move by Shannon Sharp. Um, my, own, my only question is, I wonder if, I mean, it's Monday and Tuesday, so I'm guessing Shannon Sharp is going to fly to New York and be in studio and in person. I think, yeah. oh, first day. First, Shannon Sharp's first day is September. I saw it, too. I should have wrote it down. Uh, I want to say September, like, 8th or 18th. That's I know that's a wide range, but it was somewhere with eight in it. Um, yeah, I think that's hard. Uh, Rel, you have any thoughts about um just a big shake of everything's crazy. I mean, uh, it doesn't. I don't. I don't watch these shows religiously. Religiously, I, I tap in with them whenever I'm at home, whenever I'm working remote. Like I said, it, to me, it's background noise. It's, 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 it's show fodder. It's banter. Even if I don't like the shit they're talking about, it's just background noise to me. But I just think all this movement is crazy. Keyshawn on FS1, along with Richard Sherman. Uh, and now, uh, little Wayne, you know, it's like, like, Michael this, like he, Michael Irvin, my boy, I will tune in for Michael Irvin. So, um, what'd you say? I will tune in for Michael Irvin. I know. Uh, uh, so it looks like FS1 wins. I mean, I was good. Keep going. So, so FS1 wins. So, <laughs> just off of Michael Irvin being on there, huh? Keyshawn, that's my, you know, that's my, that's my boy. So, yeah, so we already said it. So Skip looked like he's got recently let go Keyshawn Johnson from uh, the recent ESPN fires. Uh, also recently, not recently because he, uh, Michael Urban's been on the shelf as far as uh, on as for ESPN for sake for a while because he's had some weird, still not conclusive allegations that stuff has come out, but like nothing's been conclusive and it doesn't sound like anything has changed. Um, so now it looks like he's going to be part of FS1 as well. So yeah, some things are moving and shaking. Uh, we can't. I, uh, Skip show uh, undisputed starts this Monday with the new lineup. So him, Richard Sherman. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a new Little Wayne intro that's going to happen on um, on Monday. So again, like Rail said, him and I don't usually tap into these shows like we used to, but 100. percent 
going to tap in on Monday to just see see what the vibes are like. See what the vibes are like. All right. So with continuing about Stephen A. Smith, um, Stephen A. Smith uh, recently did uh, a conversation on his show on First Take where he was talking about Lonzo Ball. Um, where basically in the conversation he was talking about how he's heard that Lonzo Ball is not even able to get up, stand on, he's not able to stand currently, right? Because he's Lonzo, for those who don't know, I always have to remind myself that some people, we, we do, I I do, I try to, like, some people know, but, you know, I, I should stop assuming that people know. So I just have to, I feel like sometimes I have to explain um Lonzo Ball is a player that plays for current the Chicago Bulls for those you know you probably know his dad more than you know about Lonzo Ball um but Lonzo Ball has been hurt I think he what did he tear around do you remember what did he tore off or something like that um I don't know it's like some MCL what did I know MCL he tore something off his leg and he's been out uh basically since I want to say 2021 Right? I mean, I thought this was the Mari Stoudemire like knee fracture thing. I don't know. I don't think it was the ligament. This might be like. Do you look it up while I keep talking? Yeah. Um. But anyway, he was saying that he he wasn't able to stand. So Lonzo, I mean, Lon, so Lonzo saw the video. I mean, saw the video and made his own video responding to Stephen O. Smith. He was sitting poolside, listening to. I don't know what he was listening to. Um. But he. <laughs> He's basically sitting in a chair. It's a meniscus on injury, huh? He tore his meniscus. Tore his meniscus. That's what I thought 14, I was going to say. Tore his meniscus. Um, he's basically sitting in the chair, getting up, standing on one leg, yelling at Stephen A. Saying, "Who's your sources? You need to stop yapping." Um, you know, like I, he's like, I actually like you, man. Like, where are you getting your sources from? I can get up and stand on my cheeks. Like, I'm coming back. And Stephen A. Smith decided to take the liberty and literally move the goalposts. Real, do you want to talk about how he moved the goalposts? Well, and, and when they asked him, like, you know, you know, like, what's your response to Lonzo Ball? He said, like, oh, you're not healthy, bro. You're not healthy. And, 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 and so, and but the thing he is, Stephen A. To counting all how much games he's missed in his entire career, which, again, move the goalposts. Keep going. I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, it's like Stephen A. That's not what you said. You said he has a hard time sitting up and standing, sitting down, and then standing up from a chair from a sitting position. You didn't say anything. Like the reason why he's not playing basketball games is because you're right. He's not healthy. So you know, like, and that's why the Bulls are getting a medical ten million dollar medical uh, exemption from yeah. the NBA because he isn't healthy. Like, so what is? Why is this even a topic? Like, this is what this is what, like. This is where I get and like Stephen A. just does and like he just and nobody can call him on this shit. And even when he goes to the podcast, which is one of the few solo podcasts I listen to that don't like that don't really talk about. He don't really inform you or something. You know what I'm saying? He don't. He's not really informative. He's kind of just giving his opinion. So, uh, when I listen to the podcast, he re- reiterated the same thing. So I, I, I just, I, I just, I just don't understand. Like it, it's not really a turnout, but you don't know when you watch TV now, you should already know. You know, maybe somebody did say something to him. Maybe this is true. He said he I don't told, believe he, said he knows the doctors. 
But then that that's violation of the, of the league he policy. Said he, he said he had never give up the name of the doctors. He was like, but I know you. He was like, I know the doctors that did the surgery on you. He but said, then I never like say said, their names. But this is what I'm saying. He won't say them because like yeah, hey, like he, that's, he sends like not threats, but like I don't know what's what's under a threat. <laughs> I mean, he said whatever I'm, under a threat is. That's what he he sends. Somebody could have told him this. The whole thing is Stephen A. If you're not gonna really like put a name to it, shut the fuck up about it. You know? Because, like, if you say this doctor's name that told you that Lonzo Ball can't sit up or... Uh, first off, that's violation of, the, uh, of, you know, medical issue. That's a bigger issue yep. at hand. He said, he said he'd never do it, but it was... It's still like, why would you... Uh, again, whatever under threat is, why would you do that and say that? Say it like that to that young man. I just don't know why injured player is the topic when this injured player literally does nothing wrong and stays out the limelight for the most part, you know. Just you know, like yeah, we and like Lonzo Ball is a good kid. Like why like like I just don't understand what his angles are or motives are to even put this stuff out there the way he does. Like I don't, like I said, I just don't even know why Lonzo Ball is a topic on fucking first take. When, I didn't when see the, the topic. NBA. I just saw the clip. I didn't see the But topic. no, it just, it just it, they were talking about him just being injured. Oh. You know, it's like Lonzo Ball doesn't move the needle to be a topic. I'm sorry. You know? Like he's he's a good point guard, but are you gonna talk hey, about fuck, Hey hey real fuck Lonzo Ball. The Bulls don't move the needle. <laughs> Bulls don't move the needle. We talking about? You want to talk about one of the most team teams that has you know talented pieces like Zach Levine and and I know an aging Demar Derozan, but he can still play and help a team out. But it's like we talk about a team that's driving into a middle of nowhere, just driving and cruising into nowhere. I don't even know who their point guard is at this point. Uh, Kobe White. They recited Kobe White and Caruso. Is Kobe White gonna start? Uh, or maybe I like Io. Io's. I'm an Io fan. If Kobe White starts, it's gonna be terrible. All right. So also on first take. Uh, actually wrong. This was. Um, this was not on first take. So uh, also what was making the rounds on sports television uh this week. Uh, so Gilbert Arenas. Uh, so Steph Curry went on Gilbert Arenas's podcast. Um, and Gil uh, asked Steph straight up, do you feel like you're the greatest point guard of all time? Yeah. Steph, you know, who, sh- again, should definitely feel as such, said, yeah, I'm, I'm the greatest point guard of all time. Uh, and then he commenced to praise and talk about Magic Johnson, you know, he was like, obviously, you know, I've never, I didn't see Magic play, but I've seen highlights, you know, kind of like same, you know, uh, we, uh, the Magic, me and Rail was alive for, wasn't the Magic that I'm sure his dad told him, Rail told, Yo Pops told you about, and I can tell you, my dad used to just tell me everything there is about Magic and Oscar Robinson, so my, (laughs) um, so it sparked the conversation of who's the greatest point guard of all time. And everybody's had different opinions. Uh, it's been dissected to, you know, you know um, what you think a point guard is. Uh, um, Stephen A. Smith actually went on first take uh, to bring him up again um, and said that he feels like it's Steph Curry. Um, you know, he's, he said out, Stephen A. did 
all his caveats that he normally does. He did caveat, 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 caveat. Talked about praising Magic Johnson, but he did, and then he said it, he, he believes in Steph Curry. Uh, and then a day later, <laughs> uh, Stephen A. Smith, uh, before starting the topic again, got a text message from one Michael Jeffrey Jordan, which is obviously like the biggest flex, you know, that, that can possibly ever happen. Just getting a text message from Stephen A. from from Michael Jordan. Um, I don't want to read what uh, what Michael said verbatim. But it was basically uh, along the lines of like it's not even close. It's Magic Johnson. Uh, Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. Um, so, Rel, before I go, I want you to 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 to, to where do you land on this? And I would love to hear what uh, Jesse feels about this. Um, <laughs> I would love to hear what the anybody in the comment section to tell me what you guys who do you guys believe is the greatest point guard of all time. Um, because this this can be a debate, and then Gil. So to, to to put a cherry on top, Gil. After the episode went crazy, the next episode on Gil's pod, Gil made the again to me the the right comparison to said if we're gonna put Magic as a point guard, then we should put LeBron. Some guy from Akron, Ohio, technically sort of should be in this discussion, and I feel like. That one I want to keep over there, but if Rail, you want to touch on that one as well, do your thing. So yeah, Rail, just who do you think is the greatest point guard of all time? Like I said, we just forget about the fact that Magic changed the game in the eighties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they went to nine finals, and he won five rings. And like I said, he made nobody was talking about the triple double stat until you know. Magic really came around. Like Steph Curry revolutionized the three. He made it more. He made it more. Uh, um, I guess easier for the eye to accept that people are, are shooting these absurd shots from these bad ranges that you would normally say, "What the hell is that?" Right. So you have to put into the context that I feel like Magic has changed the game in ways that, like, not only for big point guards, he was the first dude that most people were saying, like, he was a unicorn. Six, nine dudes at the time, like I said, they were dunking the ball. They were around the rim. They weren't bringing the ball up. So, in this era, he created the LeBron. It made it okay for the LeBron to be six, nine and be a playmaker for a Lamar Odom when he was, you know, when he was considered one of the top players coming out in the uh, NBA draft and he could handle dish and pass. And it's all spa for magic. Like, I don't know if Trey Young is going to have like, like if we can say Steph Curry, you know, you impacted Trey Young. I don't know if that's what we want. Like, I don't know if the, the, the next wave of the NBA that Steph Curry is going to affect is going to be something to see. Because then we're going to really appreciate what Magic did because we're going to have motherfuckers damn near pull it from half court because they probably have, because they took that shot before. You know, they would have say, right. you know, that everybody wants it in the gym range. So personally, as I, as I think about it, I just say that it's Magic Johnson because nobody was doing it at his size. He did things like average triple doubles that like where, where nobody was average triple doubles at the time, just the whole nine finals run. Doing something at that time, like like I said, by Steph Curry, by the time Steph Curry got there, we've seen different variations of people who almost had to be like him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there were people who shot the ball deep and didn't shoot it at such a higher percentage as he does. 
So you can damn near make Steph Curry a shooting guard if you ask me, you know, like, you, you know, so based off of what he does. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's magic because he, like I say, he was the first of the first to me, you know, real unicorns where he didn't have a position. You know, him and Worthy were the same fucking height. Well, to me, he messaged actually Magic Tolan Worthy. Yep. And, and and he handled the ball. And so, and like, and they played Magic out of position. Basically the same height. And what position Larry played? He played the three. They played the three. And even then, they, they, they didn't even want Magic to handle the rock in the first place because they gave the ball to Norm fucking Nixon for, for, for his first few years of his career. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, um, and I don't know. Like I said, I, I, like, just, just the vision, you could tell watching old 80s Magic clips, everybody was going like, what the hell am I watching? When he come down and he do the little, you know, like we were watching something different. Like with Steph, like we've seen great shooters. I don't know if we'll ever see anybody with the pizzazz you can do. Like LeBron was kind of close to Magic, and even then, yeah, you know, it, it was still like LeBron didn't have that. I don't know, maybe I've always felt like Le, I don't know. LeBron could average an assist. I don't, I don't, you know, if he, I don't even think LeBron has ever really. Title. LeBron won an assist title, averaging like eleven assists, right? If I remember correctly, right? I don't believe LeBron's ever averaged double digit assists. Yeah, he probably not. It was probably like nine. You're right. Yeah. Um, but that's all. But that's all I gotta say. I just think it's magic, and I just think that you know when you come like when you start comparing all time greats, you're just comparing you know, you know Coke and Pepsi. You know, pick your choice. Yeah. So I'm with you for 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 the for the most part. Um, what makes this very difficult is because these players have way different skill sets. Like it's easy. I don't. It's easy. It's hard. It's, it's probably not the right word, but. Um, when you make comparisons of players that have similar skill sets, like it makes the comparison to saying which player is better because you can just go off stats or go off error or, you know, difficulty because, um, you know, narrative and what the player has gone through matters. Um, I think, you know, again, what I know of from basketball before I was born is what my dad taught me and what my dad showed me and what my dad and my uncle, uh, OGs who, you know, when we lived in LA, they told me that the best player they'd ever seen was Magic Johnson. And then obviously when I got to of age, like, you know, uh, I remember watching the 90 finals with him against the, uh, the bulls right but that wasn't magic magic right like that was telling uh magic and a bunch of guys the guys were kind of older um it wasn't the same magic um and um again if we're talking about point guard i think we have to focus on the word point guard uh which is a distributor you're supposed to be setting up people um, I don't think I, I want to look this up, but I'm I'm on, I'm looking I'm on Basketball Reference currently. Um, I was gonna look up Steph Curry. I don't think Steph Curry's ever had double digits uh, assists. Um, again, but that I don't want to ding. The Steph most he's ever averaged was is like seven. I already looked. I don't want to ding Steph for that because his skill set, his guy, he's the best shooter of all time. So you know what he's not supposed to do? Like he's probably. He's him shooting over two 
stretch hands is probably been better than Draymond Green getting a wide open three. Would you agree? Yeah, but a real point guard would would make Draymond Green get 10 so 50 points. So Steph Curry's highest assist season. Um, I just have it right here. He averaged eight. This is actually pretty higher, higher than I thought it was. So in 2014, this is That's the, eight had to be pre-2020. In 2020, uh, 2020, uh, 2013, 2014, he averaged 8.5 assists per game. Um, obviously that I'm trying to think who's on that team. I mean, uh, 14. That, that was the Monte Ellis team. That was Monte Ellis last year? I think Monte Ellis was still there. Because I don't think 2014, Clay had, I don't think Clay got there yet, right? 15, was the they won Clay? championship 14. Yeah, you might be right. I don't want to look at the roster right now because that, that, that might take too long. But that was his highest assist season of, of, of his career was it was 2014. And he average, he still averaged twenty four points that game. That's a hell of a fucking season. That's, um, that's shit. Now, I almost want to go back and look at that season, look at that roster now when when I get the chance. Um, but I just think that the skill sets make this a very difficult conversation because, and you know, I hate to be one of those people. Uh, I hate to be a. <laughs> no, that was Bo- that was that that team was Bogut, Livingston, Barbosa, Barnes, Fessizili, Justin Holly, Iguodala, David Lee, McAdoo, Bra- yeah, Brandon Rush, Rush, Spades, and Clay was there. Clay wasn't there, right? Clay was there. Clay was there. Clay was there. No Dre though. Um. Yeah, I just, no, Dre was I, there. No, yeah, Dre was there. Dre was there. He was he was, he was on the bench. bench. So David Lee was there though, right? Mm-hmm. David David there. Yeah, so Dre probably wasn't playing. Um, I just think the skill sets make this hard. Steph's still playing. Um, I do think Steph's last title against the Boston Celtics uh, made this a conversation the same way I feel like LeBron's, uh, definitely his Cleveland title made the, the Jordan thing a conversation and him winning a title in Los Angeles made it even a closer conversation for him for the, for the GOAT conversation. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see now that Steph said this publicly and put this spotlight on. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm riding with Magic, just similar to you. Um, but do I see Steph completely taking the mantle? Because like, you, I, I'm I'm with you. I think Steph's best position is two guard. I mean, he's he's literally a weapon as soon as he step out, all half, steps, you know, across the, the, the half court line. Um, but do I ultimately think of him as a, like a distributor like that? No, because he shares the dribbling, the, 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 the passing duties with Draymond Green on the go to state on go to state Warriors. Like Dre is a, does a lot of point forward and stuff. So I don't know, man, it's, it's just, I just think it's, it's, it's really difficult to compare these two. And like you said, magic's changed the game. He was the, him and Larry were the face of the NBA for a long time. Um, but if Steph wins another title, I mean, the, like, it, it is going to make it more interesting because Steph's still playing. Obviously, Steph's going to have the counting stats not only because he make threes, but he's also played longer because, you know, Magic had to, wasn't able to play as long as he could have. You know, it would have been interesting to see Magic. I mean, we saw a glimpse of Magic's old man game, but, like, he had to stop because of, you know, the HIV. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm rolling with Magic. Um, Steph's it's a conversation for anybody that just completely dismisses it I think you're wrong in that 
Um, but it's it's definitely a conversation um, to, to be had. But I'm rolling with magic until otherwise. You have anything else, Dad? No, I'm good. All right. Um, I think that's it. I think I think we hit everything that we needed to hit on. Uh, Shannon Sharp. It's gonna be on first takes. Gonna be fly. Um, R.I.P. to the Mamba. Uh, please, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. It helps the pod grow a long way. Uh, if you're on YouTube, sub. Um, leave us a comment. Um, tell us what you guys think and who you guys believe is the greatest point guard of our time. Did is there another name that that should be in this conversation that that's not being brought up? Um, what is a point guard? Um, because I think that is an interesting conversation. Uh, the conversation we stayed away from, which is technically should LeBron be in this discussion? And if that's the case, should, again, he's not, he, he won't be considered the greatest of all time. Will that ultimately will Luca somehow, some way end up in this conversation too, because he is a floor general as well. Um, yeah, so this, this, this can be turn out and, and, and change and, and, and flip flop. Um, all right, Rel, before we get out of here real quick, uh, does U.S. win gold uh, in the FIFA World Tournament? Yeah. Okay. My man. Uh, I think so, too. Oh, so another real quick question before we get up out of here. You see the report by um, our guy. Uh, if there's ever a guy, I think this is my guy. Jovan Buha of the Athletic, I think he's my guy. I think, I, I think I'm adopting him and making him my guy. That Austin Reeves is covertly uh recruiting uh players from the FIFA USA team for post LeBron Lakers. Which player on the team besides Anthony Edwards, obviously, because that won't happen. Would you want on the Lakers? He was already on our team. <laughs> Ant Man isn't on our team, no. No, I thought I said BI. Oh, you out of everybody on the team you'd want BI. I'm not taking Brunson for my Knicks. See the B.I. Brunson. You don't want Bridges? Mm, I like B.I. better. B.I. got a little more in that bag than Bridges. Triple J? Mm, just a hack. <laughs> Triple J is not a hack. Um, all right. Okay. Um, I thought for sure you'd said Bridges or somebody. But all right. We'll, we'll leave B.I. It or, or Brunson. No. No, anyway. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Pharrell, I'm Kev. We're those millennials, and we're out. <laughs>